The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe located in... Inside Two Guys Smoke Shop in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. Beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. Beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. It's Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you would normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. How are you? Good, pal. How are you? Good. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. All right, good. You um, I can't really hear. No, you're not really coming through my, my headset, but that's fine. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. You <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> is, is it any better, Mike? Um, you're coming through perfect. But you can't hear you John? You can't hear me. I can't hear John through the through this, but I can hear him through. That seems odd yeah, to me. That's all right, though. Yeah. We'll work through it. This is why it's live, folks. Exactly. What's yeah. going on? Nothing. Ed had look at Ed set up the back. Beautiful, back here. beautiful Valentine's, Valentine's week. Day mood. Yep. You have any special plans for Valentine's Day? I think we do. <laughs> I do. I have big time Valentine's plans. Love is in the air, and our asses are going in the hot seat. Yes. <laughs> CJ Volkman. CJ Volkman cooking with CJ. Yep. Good friend of ours. Yeah. Is having us on. We had him on the other two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we're jumping on tomorrow night at nine o'clock Eastern. Yep. Be prepared. And you mentioned. Uh, don't give it away. Don't give any secrets away. Well, no, I'm gonna have a bottle. Oh, with me. You're gonna have a bottle with. Yes. You. Okay. Good. So it might be the first time someone actually gets sick on the hot seat. Could be. Could be. <laughs> CJ, get ready. <laughs> that's Can't good. Be ready for this. That's good. That's good. TV though. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward to that. That'll be awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time with that. Yep. So that's tomorrow night. Very excited. You 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 seem a little nervous. Um, a little bit, a little bit. I just you know, the hot seat questions. You don't know what's gonna be you know asked. Um, I mean, I know he does the same questions every show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just in that moment, trying to figure you know what to say or you know what's your favorite band or whatever, I always get anxiety. Oh, cool. <laughs> so. It should be uh, it should be fun. Okay, <laughs> you know, that's if, why I'll drink if you're a couple start of before. Doing this and you start sweating during it. Yep. Then we know it's not the lights. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Could be my heat at my house. Could be the heat <laughs> in the house. Oh, God knows. So we um we're we're doing it. Uh, you're gonna do it from from your house, and then I'll do it from my house, and then well, yeah. Okay. If you, you want to do that, that might be easier than trying to fit my fat ass with you in my pocket into one camera. Yep. You but know. it would be nice if we like sat together. Yeah, and, whatever. You know, we can do it however the hell we gotta do it. What's up, Paul Beasley? Ryan. So, oh, so Ryan. My wife's in the chat room. Hello, so have, honey. So have you seen the Paul uh, Beasley? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me, Ryan. Ryan. Actually, wait a minute. Ryan, uh, it's five o'clock, right? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. All right, so it's eleven o'clock his time. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Hi, Ry. Um. So have you seen the uh? The Valentine shape, like ribeyes and Valentine shape, um, I've been seeing like to go boxes that barbecue companies like Woodpile Barbecue Shack in um, Michigan. Yeah, I mean that that's they, pretty they, creative. It's creative. They've done it. 
there's a place down here, Isabella's Pizza. Mm-hmm. They've done the hot shaped pizza every year. Oh, okay. In, right in Salem. Yep. But yeah, the hot shaped this, hot shaped The one I saw the other day that I shared with, I tagged you in it, Kent and CJ, the hot platter. Yes. With the barbecue strategically lined place. up. Yep. That was good. That was nice. I think, um, was it a woman wearing a T-shirt? It said romance, I yes. think, with all yes. the meat platter. It was beautiful. Yeah. No, it wasn't Diva, was it? No. No, it wasn't. No, okay. it wasn't. It was okay. romantic. I'll say that. Oh, God, oh, it yeah. was, oh, we could have a good Nothing time. Nothing says romance than a heart-shaped platter <laughs> of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So. So I brought in some mac and cheese today. I, that's what I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm sitting here literally two feet away from this tray of bacon mac and cheese. Smoked, smoked bacon mac and cheese. Smoked bacon mac and yep. cheese. Yep. I don't know if you can. Uh, can we try and show that there? You want to show it? I want to show try it. To Hold the line. Angle. I'm trying to get the angle right. Oh, dear. Oh. Hold on. Let me help you. Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Oh, there it is. Oh. How about that? Can you make a moist noise? Look at noise? that goodness. <laughs> I ain't making no damn moist noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So. Weber. Weber. Figure. Talk about some Weber. All the groups, you know, we belong to. Mm-hmm. It's all, like I said, I had bought a couple a few weeks ago at, you know, the killer prices and all that. And. Paul. Who? You got it. I'll oh, send one of those Beasley. hearts full of ribs. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> come in right now. Um, and looking at the different groups, they're coming in hot and heavy with these, uh, you know, Home Depot lows just dropping the prices on them. And, you know, there, there was one I saw a guy. guy was in, uh, was it California on business? Just on a business trip. Mm-hmm. Just happened to swing by Home Depot, or whatever. He, he he left with a hundred dollars Smoky Mountain, Weber Smoky Mountain, and a twenty-two inch kettle. Uh, How the hell you put? You weren't expecting to put that on the plane, were you? Twenty-two point five inch. Twenty-two point five. Twenty-two point five. It's exact. Yep. But I was figuring, you know, with oh, all these. Hold on, I'm sorry. That's right. Um, if they do have Weber kettles, um, yes. Grill Grates is having a blowout sale. So if you go to grillgrate.com slash warehouse dash sale, um, then usually I think they're what, 140 bucks? On on the regular twenty on the regular twenty two and, and a half, half yep. it it was um I think it's hundred and four ninety nine. So hundred and five okay, bucks. Hundred and five dollars for, for that. The grill grates and you get the, the spatula. The spatula slash yep. cleaner, great cleaner. But right now there's a special for forty bucks. Forty bucks. Forty bucks. All day Boom. long. Yep. And they will run out, so, um, you know, if it does interest you. I mean, and there's other, if you have a regular, you know. If you have an 18, if you got a. Correct. I, I didn't see anything for the 26. No. I think those were sold out, um, but then, they have. Uh, the, the, then they have the gas. Yep. The, the gas, gas yep. grills, too. Yep, replacements. They have them yep. And that's huge. Sure like, money. You know, if you have crappy um, grates on your gas grill, whatever, you know, people, I don't know if people throw their gas grills out or try and replace grates, but. Grill grates are, I mean, take those grates right off your gas grill and just replace them with grill grates. Yeah. And, I mean, they're huge because on the on one side, you know, you get the lines, um, you get the sear marks. But 
if you wanted to use them in another way, you can flip them over and kind of use it as a flat, you know, like a flat top grill, flat top. which is, which is huge, you know? So grill- yeah, I know that a lot of the Weber's come with the iron grates and after a couple of seasons, they're a mess. Exactly. And you replace them with stainless steel and yep. you're good to go. Yep. Yep. And the grill grates, I mean, perfect Valentine's Day gift for your hubby, if you know, or your wife, whoever, you That's know, it. and then you benefit from the. The cooked meats. Both of you, yes. Everyone exactly, yeah. Everyone win, 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 win a chicken dinner. You can do chicken on them too? Yeah. You can. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. But it's, uh, yeah, it's grillgrates.com slash warehouse dash sale. So, seeing all of them on the on the different pages, I figured we'll, uh, we've talked about the, the Weber grills and kettles and everything, Smoky Mountains, and, mm-hmm. but we never really got into the history of the Weber grill. Yes. So we uh, looked up a couple things, and I found one there that really interests me about you, with what you got going on over there. But real quick, it um, it basically started in Chicago. It started in Chicago in the early fifties, about nineteen fifty-one, by the man named George Stephen Senior. Correct. He was working in sales at the Weber Brothers Metalworks. Mm-hmm. And he really stumbled upon it because at that time, there wasn't really any. There was wasn't really a grill. Yep. The only grill they really had, other than if you built your own pit, you know, the cinder blocks or brick and other thing, it was that classic you you see in like old parks mm-hmm. and campsites that. Oh, the box, open, yeah. The, the, the open rectangle box. The little pole that shoves with, in the with ground. With the one pole and the thing. Yep. And God knows what's been on it, but they're going to fire it up. Yep. That was really the only type of really grill for personal use. Other I don't, that, that, I'm sorry, that, that bothers me. Oh, excuse like me. Like when no. you go to the park and you just oh. see a grill and you're like, oh, let's go cook out with the family. I just what was don't on ex- that? Like, yeah, I don't I know. I don't care how much, how, how hot you get your coals. Yeah. You ain't cleaning everything that's gone on. No. Gone on. No. No, it's going to, your food will taste like strangers. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) That was right. That's right up there with the. That's a great saying. I love that. (laughs) You know, looking at that grill kind of reminds me of the saying with Valentine's Day tomorrow. You know, goes the one I saw on Facebook today. You know, cheers to all the. the hotel staff that has to change all the sheets on February 15th. <laughs> yep. You know? Yep. What's the dirtiest thing in a hotel room? Dirtiest thing in a hotel room? Yep. Floor? Nope. It's got to be the bed. Remote control. Oh, good uh, point. Trick question. Nobody's Remote ever cleaning that. Uh, no, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, you really never think of that. No. Sorry, just a little fun fact for you. Yeah, so now, now I completely don't know what the hell right, I was. All right, back to Weber. Back to Weber, George Stevens Sr. George Stevens Sr., Chicago. Yeah, he was cooking in an open flame. Cooking in an open flame, you know, and he loved metalwork. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he worked in the, in the in the field. But what he had come about, and he would love to cook at his house and grill at his house. And he had, you know, his wife and... 12 kids, so obviously he was doing a little bit more than grilling. 12 kids, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But he had stumbled upon it because they were making metal buoys for the Coast Guard and the Chicago Yacht Club. So he had taken two of the half spheres Mm -hmm. 
and decided, okay, I'm going to work something out here. Brought him home and tried to experiment. Fill it, you know, grated it up, charcoals, couldn't keep the fire lit, which came to vents on the bottom side. Here I am tapping on the damn bottom of the desk. That was great for radio. You can't hear a damn thing <laughs> nope. I'm doing. But there's still, there's still but f- front, nothing's burned on nothing the top burned, of the Nothing's burned, melted. Nice. No blowtorch. Okay, good. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so that that's really how it began as a fluke, just two two halves of a buoy. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. And it has really lasted the test of time because it hasn't changed. Yeah, they've gotten bigger. They've gotten smaller. It's all, you know, all the different kinds, you know, the, the Little Joe, the Super Joe, all to, to all Smoky Mountain. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and all it is is just, it's, it's, it's metal. It's a metal ball. It's fabricated Two metal. Two metal balls. Yep. And, you know. And it's probably one of the most versatile and best smokers out there for the money. You know, oh, so basically, he changed the revolution of cooking with that little experiment that he was, you know, trying to do with the buoy. Yeah. And it's worked. You know, and it said here, the, uh, the new grill design resolved all the pain points for consumers back in the 1950s. The enclosed dome shape sealed in the smoky barbecue flavor and gave backyard chefs better than better heat control in the, while cooking their meals. The lid also allowed the cooks to easily snuff out their coals after they were done. Yep. You know, so it was very multifunctional. Yes. For a simple design on it. Yep. And the, the nice thing is you can reuse your coals, you know. Um, it won't keep burning. Um, you don't have to empty it out. You can keep using those coals for, you know, a couple of cooks after the fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I would probably say, I mean, you got your ceramics. Um, I'd put I'd put them head to head. And, I mean, the difference, I don't know. I mean, the ceramic, you know, your ceramics are insulated and, you know, they cook better. And, and you know, if you have your gadgets on them, um, you know, they cook perfectly. But we never asked the question, can you put a gadget on a Weber... Um, like the twenty-two inch. Yeah, no idea. Like the flame boss. Yeah, that's the one question when you ask me. I'm like, I don't think we ever asked him that question. Yep. So if someone has put a device on a Weber, on a Weber for controlling airflow, let us know. Let us know. Yep. Now, have you seen? Um, not to change the subject quick, but uh, have you seen those thermometers? They're called meters. M e a t e r. The name sounds yeah. familiar. Is that the remote? Bluetooth one, or yeah, something? yeah, and it has multiple. You can get multiple probes. Multiple so probes, have, and one end is you stick it in the meat. One is for the ambient and, temperature. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, I've seen them. Um, I mean, I saw a Kickstarter with them. Mm-hmm. Um, never tried them, but I've actually heard um pretty good things about them. So I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. I might try and grab a couple myself. Jerry Lucino yep. just commented, you can on the Web of Smoky Mountains. Okay. You can add oh, yeah. the airflow okay. system to it, but mm-hmm. not sure on the kettle. So I'm but, guessing anything with, because um, I think the Weber Smoky Mountain has that, like kind of like a ceramic, has the, the door. Yeah. So maybe you know, anything with a door, you know, you could you could probably modify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
hey, at these prices, we can find one and experiment. What the hell's the difference? Yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> you know, come yeah. up with something. Yep. Going. It's speaking of these prices, so back then, mm-hmm. what do you think one of these bad boys cost? So the so first. We're talking 1952. Well, the first Weber was 50s. 1955, right? Because he, he he figured it out, and then it took him a couple of years. Yeah, he had started making them, and then it took a few years. So it really started to take he, 1951 originally. Mm-hmm. Then, by, by my research, it was the mid-50s okay. when they really started to yep. take off. And I would probably say it was going for $30. Jesus Christ, son of a... $30. All right, everybody listening, you know what that means. That's Mike's my dad phone? calling me, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's my buddy Frank. Yep, yep. Oh, going, you what should you have put him, him on and put him on the, <laughs> yeah. put him on the We don't want to do that. We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny as hell. 30 so bucks. I, so now you have whatever you want to be at. Very good. You, really? Oh, you peeking over my shoulders earlier? No, you? I just figured um, I saw one yesterday for, I think, 65 or 70, so cut it in half. That's all I did. The first George's Barbecue Kettle mm-hmm. sold for a whopping twenty nine ninety five, wow. which is about they say is about equivalent to about two hundred seventy dollars today Ooh, in today's Jesus. money. Wow! So it was That's actually expensive, yeah. pretty expensive. But you also think of it was early nineteen fifties, mm-hmm. so you're coming off of obviously the depression of the thirties into World War Two, which all, everything was rationed during the war. Yep. So metal and everything. So nothing was really around. So you get back into that. And that was the other thing, because even food was rationed. Meat was rationed for, for the troops overseas. Yep. So the fl- when, every, when the war is over and everybody came and started moving into suburbia, the floodgates for the grilling world really blew wide open. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that's equivalent because you're looking at some of the kettles now. Dude, twenty-two and a half is about seventy. One set, yeah, one seventy to two hundred. Yeah, depending on. Then they have another tier that comes with the the charcoal baskets in it with the removable center, and that one that's about two fifty, two seventy, give or take, depending on where you are. And so yeah, it was it was a pretty big. It was still a pretty substantial purchase for back then. Oh yeah, for a grill that really no one really used, right? For the most part. Yeah. Well, I think because um, I want to say uh, PK PK Grills. Yeah. Um, I think they've been around since 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 then. World War. World I'm War not II sure, era. but I hear I PK Grills has been popping up. In the different shows I listen to and mm-hmm. peep guys I talk to, the PK is really starting to yeah. catch on. And if I'm not mistaken, it's a cast iron. It is heavy, dude. It's a cast iron grill. grill. But at the same time, um, I mean, they say you can smoke on it, but I've only used it for cooking steaks. And that's where I first heard of it was uh, Malcolm was Malcolm Reed yep. from Killer Hogs. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the PK, and that's what he does because he can get it super he can get hot, it super yeah. hot, eight hundred degrees. Oh, yeah. Bang, bang, steaks done. You turn in box, and away you go. Oh yeah, I mean, if I showed you, I'm not going to show you now, but um, after the show, I'll show you a picture of um, when we were down in Jacksonville. Um, we we were doing a, a steak competition, and the picture of 
our PK grill, when it's re- like ready to put steaks on, it was like a work of art. It was glowing. beautiful. Oh, my glowing. And it was just, it was awesome, you know. But um, if you don't have a grill, how would you cook a steak? If you didn't have any means of grill, how would you cook a steak? Cast iron Cast pan. Cast iron skillet. Okay. What if you were outside? Could still do cast okay. iron over an open flame. Okay. Have you ever thought about taking a... I know where you're going with this. Taking a um, 12-inch, taking a pan like this, mm-hmm. um, cutting some holes in it, you know, put charcoal in it, lighting the charcoal on fire, getting it up to temp, get a chimney, dump the charcoal in it, poke the holes in the sides, not the bottom, just so you won't have the drippage, so you get the airflow, and then you put your grill grate right on top of that. Hmm. There's your, there's your grill. And I've seen many people do it for steak competitions. Really? And some Just people. That, yep. Serving tray. Yep. I mean, look at Vic. Um, for nothing. If, you, if you're doing it, you know, speaking of Vic, <laughs> he. Uh, the chimney cartel. Why are you doing it? The chimney cartel. Yeah. That was. He's just taking the chimney and doing it and putting it, putting the this, steak on top of the this chimney. This was before he's the chimney cartel. Yes. He's not even flying with that. He's throwing it right on right the on chimney. Right on the chimney, yeah, which is genius. You know, what the hell? Yep. <laughs> One stop But that was, that was pre chimney cartel. Oh, pre chimney. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. But um, you were also telling me Weber has a uh, museum. I thought it was a museum. There was one of, one of the Weber groups I'm in. I forget the gentleman's name. Anyway, his son lives over in Japan. Yep. And so he was over and visited him, and he stumbled upon the Weber Park. I think they call it Weber Barbecue Park. Mm-hmm. And by the sounds of it, he had taken all types of pictures. So that's why I originally thought it was a Weber Museum over there. Because it was the different grills, the different styles and everything. So doing a little research. You going to just eat macaroni and cheese? Or yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening to you. Show. I'm listening to you after research. <laughs> after research, I found out it's not a... Um, Museum at all. It's actually a cooking school. Oh, that's genius. That the article I had read, I think, was published in, back in early 2018. So it was recently opened, and I don't think it's going to be opened oh, forever. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just a certain amount of time. Yep. But you can go there, and they have chefs, trained chefs. And where is there? Where is where? Where's the park? In Where's Japan? the park? Very easy. Okay, I'll say it. I'm just asking. Odaba, Japan. Odaba. Which is an island in, I don't know what you want to call it. The Sea of Japan. It's an island in Japan. Japan. (laughs) Off the coast of Japan. It's in Odaba. That's the name of the island? Correct. Yep. Oh, my God. Odaba, (laughs) Japan. Yep. It's overlook- Welcome back to the show. It's overlooking the Rainbow Bridge in Odaba. Okay, never been okay. there. I'll take your word for it's it. It's gorgeous. Uh, don't you two see that you're in love with each other? <laughs> oh, I love it. Ed, that, that was, was awesome. great. That's for Valentine's Day. He's been waiting for that one. He's been Bonus. waiting. Bonus sound drop. But nice. it's, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's keeping in mind that it's not just um, food. You know, it's flavor, entertainment, and education. Yeah, and that's what they—they, they, those are their core facts, um, factors of the of the um, park, which it's yeah, you know just like any any restaurant, that. any barbecue, any um, you know 
anything that has to do with food. It's not just the food and the flavor. It's the the actual entertainment, the um, and education, me. and being with friends and family. I'll be over here if you need me. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Hear that crunch? Yeah. <laughs> All right, boy. Thank you. Thank you. Good mac and cheese, Mike. Good mac and yeah. cheese for sure. It's almost like craft. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. How dare you? <laughs> What's up, CJ? Hi, CJ. We're getting, we're getting warmed up, brother. We are. Here's to you. We're getting ready for uh, Thursday. But getting, uh, We're getting ready for the shots. I'm going to take a sip of this, but it's not going to be. This isn't what it's going to be. Uh, yeah, that ain't going to be t- tomorrow night. Have the bottle ready, son. I am. Gentleman's Jack is going to be right next to me, CJ. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Gentleman John. Gentleman John. I'm thinking I'm going to rock the uh, the old Woodford Reserve. Ah. Break the good stuff out. Okay. Special occasion. Valentine's well, I was going to, I was going to, you know, obviously have a couple of beers, but then you were well, like. You're going to have a couple of those, too. Yeah, I know. But then that whole. The whole what? I don't want to say anything, but the whole button. <laughs> CJ, not, I have some plan. I'm not going to have a power on, hour, brother. So I hope to, I hope I hope CJ, I hope to get a good laugh out of you, brother. Yes, and that's um, my intention. And Ryan, um, so I don't know what you're talking about on the coals. Um, a good thing, um, or dirty steak. Dirty steak, throwing it right on the coals. You know, there. yes. Um, so if you if you use the aluminum pan or the chimney, you put a grate on top of it. Um, and then you can cook the steak that way. But at the same time, you can. There's no problem with if you have a um, like an offset smoker, so you have a firebox. Um, and if that thing's cranking, you can throw the steaks right in the coals. Well, that's that's just like my Oklahoma Joe. Because it, all you do is just wipe it, you know, wipe it off. And the firebox itself comes with a set of two grates mm-hmm. that you lay on top of the coals, so you could actually cook. Burgers, dogs, steaks while you're oh, yeah. doing your long cook, ribs, brisket, butts, whatnot. While you're smoking your other proteins, yep. you can throw on some stuff right there. And it's literally, just like you said, it's all the, those grates are only two, maybe three inches tops over the tops of the coals in the firebox. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma Joe. sometimes I'll, um, what I've done is uh, if I'm doing corn or if I'm doing like baked potatoes um, and I have a... Um, I use the the forty two inch um, rotisserie charcoal grill. So if that thing's packed, then I'll I'll throw the corn and the potatoes wrapped in tin foil right on the bed of the coals. Oh let, yeah. Let them cook that way. Done. You don't have to worry about them. You know, um, take them off. Beautiful. No, yeah. hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Now, have you ever had a smoked burger? Smoked burger. I have not. God damn it. And I've <laughs> wanted to. Because it seems so so simple. I have not had, I have not done the smoked burger, and I am dying to do the, the smoked meatloaf. Smoked meatloaf is phenomenal. Um, it it takes the original meatloaf and brings it up like five notches. It's like I'm trying to do the hard stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm completely forgetting about the regular easy stuff. The easy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hot dogs, smoked hot dogs. Let me do a twenty-two hour brisket instead of a <laughs> two-hour meatloaf. Yeah, but. I mean, when I was doing an event one time, um, people came up to us and asked if we could cook them hamburgers and hot dogs. And I said, you know, I have no problem with that, but I have stuff on the grill right now. So once the stuff comes off, I'll cook the stuff for you. Well, they kept coming up to me, kept coming up to me. Finally, I got so pissed off. And I'm like, you know what? You want your fucking hamburgers? (laughs) So I just threw everything in the smoker. And I was just like, I shut the door and I said, 
all right, I'll forget about it. After an hour, I opened the smoker and uh, took the hamburgers off, took the hot dogs off. They were some of the best hamburgers I've ever had in my life. Yeah, you were. They were red. They were juicy, and the hot dogs were Cause, amazing. Because what's what's the uh, what, what's what's the rate, average ratio of a of burger? Eighty twenty. Yep. Yeah. Eighty five. You know, yeah. So you're breaking down that fat oh, yeah. content in it. The only thing you have to worry about. Juice. The only thing you have to worry about is when you cut inside to it, it's going to be red. But it's not red because it's not cooked. It's red because it's it's been smoked. Smoked. So you just have to. Put the center actually head. becomes your smoke yeah. ring. Because I'm, I'm, kids are walking around, there's bleeding burgers, and they're red. And we go, Jesus. <laughs> thing but of beauty. They were the best burgers they ever had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was a quick rundown of oh, the Oh, smoked history. sausage is phenomenal. Oh, Especially beef go. sausage. Smoked beef sausage, beef sausage yes. Because yes. that, I mean, that's, that's somewhat tough to find around here. Okay. You, one of the comments we, I, when we were on a chat with somebody the other day, you had mentioned something about uh, the steak and cheese sauce. Oh, my nudge, yes. S- smoking those. Yep. Is there any difficulty with it of drying it out or no, if you're gonna, it's stuffed? If you're going to take a – so if you're going to take a sausage that's already been smoked, obviously, you know, like an Italian sausage, yeah. um, steak and cheese sausage, or even um, like kielbasa or chorizo. Mm-hmm. Um, all you're going to do is just smoke it for like 45 minutes at two. Um, I would do like 250, 275 for 45 minutes. And all you're doing is reheating it, but you're yeah. putting the smoke flavor back into it. Anything longer, then it starts to shrivel up and, you know, it looks like an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. Low hanging fruit. Way too easy. Bad apples. Bad apples. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> that, thank you, Ed. Uh, Thanks, Ed. That's it for this week, folks. Remember, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. We're YouTube, on YouTube. On YouTube, cooking with CJ. Um, the hot seat with CJ. The hot seat. Yep. We're in the hot seat tomorrow. Should be a real good time. That'll be a good they time. They got a bunch. There's a, there's a whole crew there in the chat room. I'm, we go back and forth all, all show long. They're great people, guys and gals. Happy you know, Valentine's over. Day. Happy Valentine's Oh, you know, son of a bitch. What? You I have forgot. A gift? I do have a gift, but guess what? I forgot it at the grocery store because I never went to fucking buy it. Oh, nice. Okay. Happy birthday, big boy. Thank you. Thank Blow you. Blow out the fucking candle. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Well, 61 years old. My birthday was old. yesterday. Not yeah, not bad. <laughs> but anyway, folks, yes, check us out tomorrow night on the hot seat, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific. It's going to go till God knows when. A couple hours It's going to go till it's over. Yep. And uh, should be very interesting. It's a great time. It's a great show. We highly recommend it. Um like to thank you all for joining us. Please. Oh, and we have Jesus nine. Christ. And we have nine hundred likes. Nine hundred likes. Let's hit the thousand. We're going to do with, something special. We're thinking of, uh, of coming up with a couple giveaways. Yep. Once the, we reach a thousand, thousand, we're going to do something special for that. So make sure you tell so people. Spread the word. Spread the word. Invite some. Invite uh, friends of yours. Get your girl with. Um, Keep the smoke rolling. You guys know where to find us. Hit us pitlifebbq at gmail.com iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Facebook, you. Oh, I already said YouTube. Stitcher. 
anywhere you have can a find good a Valentine's Day. I'm so excited about <laughs> tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Until next week, peace. Keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.